0: Hey, welcome back Sword and Spirit Fire listeners. I wanted to hop on and share with you today about the virtuous woman from chapter 31 in the book of Proverbs. You know, have you ever thought about that the church, the bright the body of Christ is the bride of Christ or at least the beloved, the betrothed, we're engaged so to speak in covenant relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so on principle, metaphorically, we would be the wife of Christ, or when the marriage supper of the Lamb occurs, we will become the wife of Christ. You know, the virtuous woman, the if The passage starts out speaking about a wife. And as I was working today, I've been painting, doing some restoration work, working on some crafts, doing chores around the house at the same time. And the Lord began to deal with my heart. He began to speak to me on a personal level about some things. But then about midway through, I really felt him, you know, just speak to my heart that I just need to share this to encourage others. So I really want to encourage you ladies, but not just you ladies, because the virtuous woman passage is not just about wives and the natural gender wise. It's not just for women, but it's also for the body of Christ, the betrothed, the bride of Christ. So I want to share some things with you. I'm going to read starting in chapter 31, verse 10 from the uh, ESV. It says, An excellent wife who can find. She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. Now, when I was actually what I was doing in the exact moment, the Lord began to speak to me about this passage as I was washing some lettuce and some greens, some spinach and some spearmint and all those different things that I had just harvested from my little garden bed. Um, and I was kind of feeling overwhelmed in the moment because super hot today and I had spent quite a bit of time outside weeding and the heat I was already feeling weak and exhausted physically felt like my body was about to give out and it was still early in the day and I still had so much ahead of me yesterday I had kind of a rough day just fighting discouragement not really knowing why and so my day yesterday I really just talked to the Lord and tried to pray my way through that just tried to fellowship with him, even in the place of me being discouraged a little bit and trying to pinpoint why I felt discouraged. And I prayed about some things last night, even before I went to bed, I asked the Lord for some guidance, some wisdom, some instructions for my own personal life and and things that are going on in my life. And I believe he gave me some answers through this today. You see, I was tired and overwhelmed And trying to bounce back and forth, multitasking, working as hard as I could to keep up with the dishes, harvest the vegetables, weed the garden beds, switch the laundry over from the washer to the dryer, go and make a couple of t-shirts for some orders, work on some new projects for vendor events coming up, all of these different things that I'm doing making sure that I get food, you know, hot and ready for my husband. I was literally multitasking. And, you know, the Lord just began to deal with my heart. This is an average day for you. That's what he said to me. He said, stop and think about what all you did yesterday. What did I do yesterday? Well, yesterday I made 12 t-shirts, um, some that were for order specific for people, some that were um, for a different sale event. And I did laundry, did a couple loads of laundry. I did dishes, of course. I made a big pot of chicken and dumplings. Um, I swept floors. I worked on a couple of um, prep work things for some art projects. You know, I did my average day. Of course, you know, I spent time with the Lord. I spent time in the Word. I also made three different videos for different platforms um, sharing the word of god so i preached and did some prayer and intercession in three different videos so basically as you can imagine it's a busy day it's a lot of juggling it's a lot of multitasking and it's a lot of stuff in a brain like mine i don't know about you but my brain can get so overwhelmed sometimes i i make to-do lists constantly because I really do have my hands in multiple things, and there are many things that I need to do, much like all the rest of you out there. We have many things, many hats that we wear, so to speak. We take care of our families. We're husbands or we're wives. We're mothers, we're daughters. We're crafters. We have jobs that we go and work at, you know, clock in, clock out. We try to be witnesses. We try to share the gospel. We make sure that we spend our time with the Lord and spend time in the word. We have our chores that we all do around our households to, you know, keep up with the house and stuff. And by the time we juggle our relationships, our employment or careers, our chores and responsibilities, and all of those areas, we end up very busy. But the Lord began to show show me this and even give me downloads and kind of visions and showing me, look at all the things that you're doing. Stop being hard on yourself, which I am hard on myself at times. I get overwhelmed sometimes. And the Lord began to tell me, consider the virtuous woman. She goes and she considers a field and buys it. And I thought to myself, (laughs) I had to have been a very busy woman that she had time to stop, get dressed, get ready, leave the house, go look at a field, make sure the soil was good in the field, make sure that it wasn't full of rocks or thistles, make sure that all the legalities was in shape and all that stuff, make a deal and buy a field. And then not only does she go out and purchase the field, which takes time and effort and relational business dealings and getting all of her paperwork and everything in order, but then she begins to plant the vineyard. So she's going to plow the field. She's going to plant the seed. She's going to water it. She's going to test the soil. She's going to make sure that the weeds are pulled up when the weeds come in, all of that different stuff. But on top of that, she takes the time to make clothing. She takes the time to take care of her home, her family. She takes the time to do her chores and make sure that there's food provided. And she's she's also... She's excellent, and she takes the time to be with the Lord. She, she's a homemaker. She makes hand, handmade items. She does all of these things, and the Lord is comparing her, you know, as the body of Christ and, like, what he wants from a bride, and he says even that, like, her husband trusts her. Does Jesus trust us? Can he trust us like we're, virtu- like we're the virtuous woman? Like we are the bride of Christ. Can he place his trust in us? It says she perceives that her merchandise is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. What does that mean that her lamp does not go out at night? That means that literally there's times that she works through the night or whether that's watching and praying, whether that's actual working on whatever her skill and her craft is that enables her to provide for her family. She works through the night. It says that she doesn't eat the bread of idleness, so she doesn't take time to be idle. That means to be still in a lazy sense. It's the difference of being still before the Lord. It's not about being still like we're told to be still and know that he is God. Not eating the bread of idleness means that she doesn't receive strength and provision from laziness, from slothfulness, from being still, but rather she receives her strength and her provision by working hard, by exercising wisdom, by loving her family, by loving her God, by putting her hands to the things that are necessary to make sure that her home is taken care of, that her family is taken care of. And it says her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. They, these are people of good reputation. They are known in the gates. That means that they are known in their area. And they are people of good reputation. They sit among the elders. In other words, they sit among the shepherds. They sit around, sit among the people of good reputation. Their tribe is healthy. Their tribe is good. Strength and dignity are her clothing. She's covered in strength and dignity. She laughs at the times to come. What does that mean? That means she's fearless. She looks at this scary future and laughs at it. Oh, God, grace us with an anointing of virtue. Grace us with an anointing to look at what the newspapers and the news stations and the headlines and the times that that are ahead of us. Grace us with the, the anointing to laugh. She opens her mouth with wisdom. She's full of wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her children love her and her husband also. She's nurtured relationships with kindness, with wisdom, with love, with provision. And then I love this, this scripture right here. in Verse 30, it says, charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Oh, the beauty of the fear of the Lord. Ladies and even gentlemen, charm is deceitful and often charmers are snakes. Ever heard the phrase snake charmer? Not everything's about charisma and being charming. A snake can be charming and a snake can be charmed. Beauty is vain. Don't worry so much about exterior beauty. Get your body healthy, yes. I do 100% believe health equals wealth, and we're going to talk about that soon. But beauty is vain. When you get stuck on your outward appearance and that's all you want to sow into, you are sowing to your flesh, you need to check your motive. Be beautiful for your spouse. Be beautiful for the Lord. But don't fall into the sexualized ideology that is going on in our society. A woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Amen. So today, my prayer for you, and I just give this to you as a prayer starter, and I pray that you go and get in your own Bible and go through Proverbs 31 and make it personal. Begin to pray and look at your life. But right now, my prayer for you today is, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you give a grace to those who are hungry and thirsty and submissive and obedient to you and your word that we would rise up as virtuous women, whether male or female, that we would rise up as virtuous, that we would be filled with wisdom, with kindness, that we would put our hands to work with skill, that we would learn skills, that we would be valuable. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for your your supernatural anointings, your supernatural graces that empower us. And hey, While I'm at it, I just want to mention I truly believe there's an acceleration of grace coming up on many right now for specific things. I've noticed an increase of grace even over the last few days, probably the last couple of weeks, a little bit here and there, but especially over the last few days where I've noticed that God has given me an empowering grace to push through and keep going and do what I need to do. The secret and the key is in between projects, in between things. When my brain gets stuck, I go back to the Lord and I sit with him for a minute and I say, what next, Lord, what's next? I check in with him. I stop and I praise him. I stop and I talk to him. I have those moments sewn, knitted all throughout my day with the Lord and I allow his spirit to lead and guide me even as I'm doing my work. Quote, unquote, as I'm working on my projects, my chores, taking care of my family, taking care of my business, all of those things, I try my best to keep going back to Holy Spirit periodically all throughout my day and saying, what's next? What should I do next? And I allow him to lead me. I pray that the Lord blesses you that way. I pray that you bless him that way because it's a blessing to the Lord when we go to him and we ask and we submit to his guidance. This has been Sword and Spirit Fire, The Virtuous Woman. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back with you soon. God blessings.